Welcome to the High School Backups Podcast. My name is Nick, and we are on episode eight, I think. I always forget, but it's more fun to guess. So uh, this week, uh, we're going to be kind of following what we did last week. It was a little bit of fun, kind of spitballing a little bit, having some main stuff, but kind of going around. Uh, Getting right into the news this week, the New England news. Uh, Nothing much on the Patriots front other than Jabril Peppers explaining why he joined us. Um, Well, I mean, he likes New England, so there you go. And apparently he followed an ex-teammate, so that is pretty cool. Uh, Red Sox started off rough against the garbage Yankees. Two really hard games. They did not get swept, though. All three games were really close. Both teams could have won both games. Someone said we were getting swept. Uh, the Red Sox were down 3-0 when they played today to the Tigers, then 1-5-3. Tigers are garbage. Celtics officially secured the second seed. Good or bad, we will find out when the Nets probably win tonight. We're currently up by 17 points. Uh, 16 points. Uh, and then lastly, the Bruins. Uh, they've been back and forth between third seed and first wild card. I'm hoping they can hold on to that third seed so they can uh, beat the Maple Leafs in seven as per usual. So Me that- too. I do not want to play the Bruins in the first round of the playoffs. The Rangers so get the first uh, That's a guaranteed pause. Pause. So yes, I am a little bit scared because the Bruins always have some <laughs> playoff magic in them. Um, but mostly because I want to wait until the conference, the conference final to play the Bruins. I think that will be a lot more, a lot more. I mean, you're gonna lose out the way, so you gotta play it now. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. The Bruins have been looking really good. Uh, this, they've only done, they've done about as good as they have as the recent stat, where they're still like they've uh, their point percentage since January is like 85 percent or something like that, which is absolutely gross. So yeah. So moving on to today, um, just kind of tying up some topics from last week. Tiger Woods had a good first two rounds at minus one and then plus two for the first two, plus six for the next two. Not the most ideal last two rounds. However, he did have a great weekend. Congratulations to Scheffler, who won his uh, fourth title in six starts. Good for him. He absolutely killed a golf clap, everyone. Absolutely killed it. So good for Scheffler. So um, any thoughts on that for everyone? I know uh, Justin Thomas um, had a good comeback. Rory McIlroy had like a minus eight Sunday. Way back, uh, there is no better talk? golfer in the world than Roy McElroy when it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> um, I just want to say that we have to marvel at how insanely good Tiger Woods is. Like, mm. this man, 17 months later, almost lost his leg, mm-hmm. had a comminuted fracture, uh, I think it was comminuted compound, comminuted compound. So that yeah. means he had multiple, he had it go through his skin, through the muscle, out of his leg, and it was broken in several different places, not just one. So mm-hmm. the man isn't saying that he did that. That was just his leg and also broke bones in his foot. Um, he's got rods and plates all throughout that left. I think it's his left leg, right? Yeah. But anyways, whichever one it was, he uh, had all that happen 17 months later, comes all the way back, plays in the Masters, and is able to make the cut with people like Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka, Louis Ustase, and like these other big names, um, and some that have been carrying the sport while he's been out, and he makes the cut. And, you know, he didn't perform well the last two days overall, and ended up finishing. Those are his two worst scores ever at the Masters, but... Um, he played in so much pain too. Like he was in so much. You could see the agony on his face every step he every step he walked, every swung he made. Like he was in so much pain, and Mm -hmm. he still was able to finish top fifty. Like that is impressive. Like not many athletes Mm -hmm. could do that, regardless if you're a golfer or not. Like 
if you're just an athlete in general, you could not have that serious of an accident and then come back a little over a year later and play the way he did. Like that is so, so the, impressive. Yeah. The only Man, I, um go ahead, Jake. No, I'm just gonna say that a good Tiger Woods is good for golf. Like I mean, every oh, yeah. time the tiger Tiger just brings so much publicity to the game to the sport, it's kind of insane how long He's been the face of golf. It's almost as long as Tom, like I think it's longer than Tom Brady's been the face of the NFL. Yes, 1996. So it, it has actually been. Yeah. Like when Tiger Woods is good, it's good for the game of golf. I mean, that's really just my biggest takeaway of the week. It, yes. It's insane. How? Oh man. Honestly, I was thinking we love a man that can finish. So Rory McIlroy is great at finishing. That's all that really matters. So uh, <laughs> that dude, and honestly. It was it was fun to watch. I watched all day long Thursday, Saturday, or Thursday and Friday when I was working. I had it on in the background, just watching it. Wasn't able to watch Saturday, Sunday. I guess I'm the bad luck, but uh, it was it was super fun to watch, and I'm super yeah. happy for him. Um, and, and I he's gonna play at the Open, the U.S. Open, guaranteed that. As of things between now and then, he said probably uh, maybe, but he's definitely playing at the Open, so that'll be good. He'll definitely, so, yeah, he'll definitely play at the Open. I know that there's I forget the lint um. For golf, there's a certain amount of tournaments they have to play in each year to be able to play on the PGA Tour. And I don't remember how many it is, so they'll have to have a, at least one or two in between, which will be the British Open. Either way, I'm excited to see how he does the next one. And this is the most insane comeback from an injury in golf, at least, that I've seen yeah. since. Uh, well, I didn't actually see it, but uh, history-wise, Ben Hogan, if you guys know who that is, um, was a all-time great golfer from the 1950s uh, and 60s, I believe it was. He um, basically almost died in a, a, in a car a car accident. He first said he was going to die. Then the doctor said he wasn't going to ever walk again. And then he played golf and won some majors after that. So uh, yeah. I think Tyler there's can not do it, many so. There's not many other athletes that have done that, had this like sustained that kind of injury and then come back like he has. Like only mm-hmm. other one recently that I can really think of is Alex Smith's injury. And yeah. came back, like, but he's still. And, and, I mean, and that's obviously was that was worse because he almost died from infection from that. But like, hmm. and the tiger could have almost died too from that. But like, hmm. like that's really the most recent big injury comeback player that I've seen in professional. The only sports, other one, so like, yeah, he wasn't in professionals, but it was um. Kevin Ware. Oh no, no, to, that's Mackenzie Milton. Yeah, Mackenzie Milton came back last year and had like played a couple snaps. Um, it actually took like a handoff, I think it was, or something. But pretty sure he's the projected starter for Florida State next year. Yeah, I, I believe he him. is, which I'm super excited to do because I don't know if any of you actually saw that. I think Jake, you probably I saw did. that. I did, dude. I when saw I that, saw yeah. that, oh my! I was like, I, I just, I felt like my leg snapped. Like that was brutal. The worst part is Mackenzie Milton is. At, like a very good college quarterback. I don't know how yeah. he's going to be at the pros of his height and different things, but like just he'll yeah, be a great XFL player. quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All star XFL quarterback. Dirty. So he'll he'll be better than I will ever be. I'm not saying I am an athletic anything in any way, shape, or form. But <laughs> I mean, no matter what, as long as he plays, I don't know. Give him like a full season, he he already be better than Johnny Menzel, who could even Hold start in the Canadian Football League. <laughs> if the Eric King can somehow make it to the NFL at some point, Mackenzie Millen can do it too. Uh, for those of you who don't know, De'Eric King, uh, Miami quarterback, like five foot nine. The Patriots brought him in as a wide receiver workout the other day, and that's the only reason I mention it. Well, I mean, what I love is uh, I think ever since Edelman became a quarterback to become a wide receiver, I remember so we had who was it? It was like Danny Etling 
was a six-round quarterback we had a couple years ago, and we transitioned him to a wide receiver just to see if that would work. We're like, ah, mm, this ain't going to work. No. So we just dropped him. But I just hey, watched, I just watched that injury. Derek King could do it. Which injury? Uh, I just watched the Mackenzie Milton one. That is rough. Having a 250-pound man yeah. jump at your knee, and then it just – No, dude, that one gives me chills. Oh, okay. I well, let's move off from injuries. That one gave me uh, – Gordon, uh, Gordon Hayward was a good one as well, but he didn't come back that well. Yeah. Um, Quick fun we, stat because we were talking about golf is that yeah. Ben Hogan won six of his nine major championships after the car accident, and he won – in, in in golf, you have the, the Grand Slam, just kind of like in mm. tennis, where you have the four majors. Four majors, um, yeah. He did that after he had. Yeah, Tiger's still got a chance. So. He's won. He's, he's also he's won. Still got a chance. And this guy legitimately almost died. So, I mean, honestly, is, like from what yeah. I saw from Tiger, I mean, like I remember I caught uh, the end of uh, his run on Friday, and I remember I could see just like massive amount of sweat coming off his face. He was hurt. But I remember Friday, he started off pretty rough, and he was able to come back to at least be plus one. Yeah, he finished give him another year. Friday. What's up? Yeah, he finished strong on Friday. So give him a year of being healthy, of recovering. I like his chances, honestly. The hard part is he's going to have to learn just like Ben Hogan did. And I think, I don't know if Ben Hogan said this, but he, he also was in the 50s, so the technology wasn't as good, obviously. But he had to get up, I think it was like three hours before every time he golfed to get prepared, just to even go out to do his like practice round or his, you know, practice warms and all that stuff with like special taping and, and all this crazy stuff. So Tyre won't have to worry about that as much because he'll have much better technology. But uh, Tyre even said that, and the doctor said he's able to walk, but he likely will never get rid of the pain that he has now. It might be able to get a little better maybe as he gets stronger, but um, he even said I, that he probably can't get it that much stronger than it is now just because of all of the injuries that he sustained. So yeah. um, that's going to be the hard thing is can he get through the pain? And I've seen him walk, win a mat, uh, championship. I think it was the PGA Tour 09 when he tore the – was it his ACL, MCL? He tore it during the tournament, and he walked on back. A few years ago. A few years ago, he also just won the Masters after another accident. He had a car accident a few years ago in 20. 20- I think yeah, he had and he had a back eighteen, and then he came back in twenty nineteen yeah, and won the match. Twenty seventeen and, and eighteen, yeah, he had a uh, mm. car accident, and he had um, a back, a couple, well, one of his back many fusions and back surgeries. Surgery. Yeah. So yeah. if anybody can, he he'll be able to. But it, he even said it wasn't the swinging, it wasn't the physical game of golf. It was just the walking. And that is one of the longest courses, if not the longest course on the PGA Tour. It's the longest so. course on the PGA Tour. Okay, right, exactly. It so it, you know, the other one should be easier in that respect, but it's just going to be, can he have the endurance with his leg to, because I'm sure that was what was hard for him the last two rounds, was just like being able to get through the swings with the way his leg was feeling. So, anyway. You know what was really cool about the, like the two people he played with on Saturday and Sunday both said they were willing to play slow so Tiger could play. That's awesome. They, they, they both said, like, yeah, we'll take our time. We don't care. Which is super sportsmanlike to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. he was yeah. playing with good yeah. people. That's Everyone that was still there was, was chill. Honestly, uh, the guy that played with him, his name was Neiman. He ended up coming like, yeah, he was pretty good. On Friday, on Thursday and Friday, was like a 23-year-old kid who wasn't alive the first time. To play. 
played in it. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that yep. crazy? He's mm-hmm. our age. He's a year younger than, than some of us. So, Dude, he's uh, literally was, my age. Like, he's literally yeah, my age. Really. And, yeah, and he's gross. He was he was beating Tiger, and it was, yeah, it was so fun. But, yeah. Uh, Sorry, go ahead, Steve. No, go ahead. I mean, I mean, think about, like, longevity, too. It's, I mean, since, what, like, Tiger's been killing us since, what, 96? It's crazy to think that, like, that's older than all of us and i think when you like as we're growing up i mean granted like tom brady is a great example but growing up when you're before you were born growing up and then now that we're all adults trying to Mm -hmm. struggle through life and tiger woods (laughs) throughout that entire time has still been incredibly dominant while playing golf you know just makes it's just all more present and makes our lives look like crap uh switching topics real quick (laughs) speaking of people our age uh just quickly Rest in peace, Dwayne Haskins. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's crazy. Yes, yes I, I was going to I want to say yeah. real quick, Adam Schefter, f- you dude. for what you tweeted. Dude. Like, I sorry, Justin. What, did he, what did he tweet? It was, don't worry Okay. Gotcha. I think essentially a rundown is that he was tweeting about Dwayne Haskins, and he said, Ohio State standout, then struggled in the NFL, Dwayne Haskins. He issued an apology on his podcast, but it took a couple days. I think he's uh-huh. a lot it of didn't sound cars, genuine. And he it definitely sounded it on a tweet today. It didn't sound genuine at all. No, it, it might like it sounded like it was just half by his PR staff. Is what it sounded like. It didn't. It sounded like yeah, I'll do it this like the a, next time it happens. I don't think it was ingenuine. It was a three-minute apology, but he definitely deserved the backlash that he got. Let me put yes. it that way. I what? think like it's it's hard to think of rules with like sportsmanship or like respect for other players when you're fans of another team or anything. But I think there is like an overarching rule of if a player you know passes away or goes through something very serious and traumatic like that, that's where you should you know drop whatever whatever judgment you have on Dwayne Haskins as a quarterback it doesn't matter that he was too young he was gone before you know he was way too young when he passed away it's incredibly tragic and you know he is a professional football player he had you know no matter what he would have a great future ahead of him with no matter what team he'd be on or what he would pursue because he's still a talented athlete just because you don't start in the NFL doesn't mean you're still a very talented athlete and it's just tragic. And Adam Schefter, that like you need no matter what. This is like a lesson to all you people out there. You know, does not matter what you think of a player. You got to show respect when you know when a situation demands it. Adam Schefter's an untalented hobo. <laughs> okay, let's move on from that. Uh, it's not great. Rest in peace, Dwayne Haskins, of course. Uh, the whole world, the whole world showed up uh, to support him. Um, no yeah. matter what his journey was, was that's all that really matters. No matter where he was in the league, he was a part of the league, and everyone knew who he was, regardless. So, um, it's important to know and, and appreciate that. And uh, I mean, all's all prayers to his family and uh, anyone you know in the league. I know Chase Claypool. Some of the players in the Steelers are already close with him. Najee Harris. So, regardless, Dude, Paris um, Campbell was like his boy. Yeah, it's it's hard uh, to to really to really like even grasp it. I guess moving on to some some lighter topics uh, going on and, and some other stuff going on in the I guess the world of sports, right? I mean, does anyone have any specifically they want to talk about before we start moving into next stuff? Not a ton happened this week. We talked a yeah. little bit about about the Masters and whatnot. Actually, um, actually, yeah. can I bring up a couple things? Of yeah. course, yeah. That's what we're here for. I've got a bone to pick with FanDuel. <laughs> two things. I got two bones to pick with FanDuel. These men and women over at FanDuel, the beautiful people over at FanDuel, ranked Damian Harris the 15th best running back yeah. in the AFC. And Wait a minute. Gall, hold on. And then had the gall to ask if 
Josh Allen is better than Tom Brady. Okay. They before, had no- be- wait, really? before everyone chimes in on that comment, I made a joke in our group <laughs> chat earlier today. And I think <laughs> it was a joke. Was we all know it's telepath- serious. It, it was, was absolutely not serious. I'm not joke. that big of a fool. But I jokingly said I agreed with the the tweet that Josh Allen was better than Brady, and I thought Jake was going to murder me in my sleep. Um, I was, in fact, joking. I do promise you I will swear on anything you want me to swear on. I was joking. But anyway, wow. continue. Just Well, like, you ranked Travis Etienne, who hasn't played a down in the NFL. In this tragic situation, he tore his Achilles, but hasn't played a down in the NFL over a dude who scored 15 touchdowns last yeah. year. Like, are you serious? I honestly, I don't know how many. Let me. I'm gonna look up real quick how many rushing yards Damon Harris had. But even if yep. so, 984. Yeah, you know, that's not a ton. We get it. But well, because remember, we're other people, Ramondre Stevenson and Sony yeah, Michelle. I mean, he almost had a thousand, and hitting a thousand is a good place to be in yeah. the NFL. Also. 15 touchdowns. But he was averaging, what, four and a half yards, right? Or was it closer to five? He was averaging yeah. a lot of yards per carry. Like it, yeah, it was he's not one of the most efficient runners in the league. And, I mean, he was, I'm the, highest, at... he was the highest graded PFF running back last year. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So and they're like, and gonna... oh, let's put 15 guys ahead of him. Or 14, whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. He's, in the I'll AFC, the he's at least top. Like, he's like borderline top. He's five. top three. He's top three. Like, who are you putting in the AFC above him other than Jonathan Taylor? Well, uh, I still got I as much as oh, I Henry. Yeah, Henry. Henry. I forgot he was in the AFC for a second. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. All right, yeah. So okay, so Nick Chubb. Well, okay, Derek Henry's Henry. one. Then I go Nick Chubb for me. Then I go Jonathan Taylor, and then maybe I'd put Najee Harris, and then I'm putting David yeah. Harris. But it's pretty close between the two of them. Dude, just Najee, so I think, is better overall. I think I would argue Austin Eckler. Ah, uh, yeah. Eckler, I mean, Eckler, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. Oh, he's super. He's a he's a pi. He's a PPR god. So yeah, I'm looking so, at it right now. He's top six, but I'm saying you can make an argument between like Eckler, Damian, and Najee Harrison, the three of them. Yes, right yeah. yeah. Hey, read me this list. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got stats here for the yeah. Patriots specifically. So last year, Damian Harris had 929 yards. He had 22 rushes of 10 plus yards, including a 64 yep. yarder. 15 touchdowns in 15 games, and he averaged 62 yards a game. And the reason why this is impressive is because Ramondre Stevenson, who also played 12 games, also had 600 yard over 600 yards, also had 50 yards a game, which means that they were averaging together over 100 yards rushing, and also had five touchdowns. Now they both averaged four and a half yards per carry. Yeah, Ramondre Stevenson was that good. Yeah, so, no, Ramondre Stevenson is gross. He is so gross. How, how many carries did Damian Harris get? 202. Yeah, so if you put him at 300. Yeah, and yeah, Ramondre Stevenson got 133. Yeah, Hold so on, give, I'm trying to find the PFF tweet. If you give Harris the extra 100, he's at like 1,500 yards or more. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And 22 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Right, and we're talking about him over Jonathan Taylor. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, Jonathan, Jonathan had 1,600 yards, or did he have 1,500? Yeah, oh, he had over 1,500, I think. The the important part to know here and the why the reason why Sony Michelle is no longer here, Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris had a combined three fumbles all season. Yep. Three fumbles. No offense to Mac Jones. He had three fumbles all season. 
Now he yeah. touches the ball more than double the times those guys do. But that three time. turnovers, your two best running backs. If you throw Brandon Bolden there, your three best running backs had a total of four turnovers all season. You can't ask yeah. for much better than that. Mm-hmm. You can't ask for anything better than that. I mean, yeah. the only thing better than that to ask for is that they don't do any turnovers. Okay, Kyle, well, our and, quarterback doesn't yeah. throw 20 interceptions a year and fumble 20 times a year. Like, I'm And sorry, Ramondre yeah. Stevenson got benched because he fumbled one of those times. What? Yes. So, <laughs> what time he fumbled? Week two or whatever. Yeah, he, got he got benched. Came back, didn't fumble the rest of the season. That yep. boy learned quick. He was like, I've seen all the Patriots running backs that have gotten put in the doghouse and never got out. Remember, mm-hmm. what was it? What was the guy's name? Something Gray? Uh, I know what you're talking about. See, you don't even he, remember he his a, name. Yeah, because yeah, he sure. played one game for us. Had He literally had like 150 yards that game. I remember this. He didn't even fumble the game. He went to the team. What happened? He like missed the team meeting. He showed like up late to practice. Yeah, right. He showed up late. He showed up late and to practice. Him, the rest of the season, he didn't get any touches pretty much. And then he was just gone the next year. Like that's okay. how. Much- um, and this is important to note. Jonathan Taylor had 1,800 yards last year. Jonathan Taylor was gross last year. He was great. Okay, he yeah, had a quarterback he who decided to just chuck the ball over the place, so he had to run. Um, but it, the important part to note as well for me is that uh, what what is it here? Derrick Henry had 937 yards in what was it like 10 games or something? Nine? No, games? it was like seven, eight. eight. It was like seven games. Um, so uh, I'm looking at here. Damian Harris, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Damian Harris was tenth in rushing yards in the league last year as a clear one A one B situation. Yep. For a majority of the year, for at least 12 games of the year. And he was still 10th in the league for rushing and second for touchdown. Second behind Jonathan Taylor, who had eight. Which, I was man, if he was with in Jonathan Taylor's situation, I think he has pretty much the same season, if not better. Yes. Oh, 100%. But, and. I don't know about that. That's a lot. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I, don't honestly, um, I think he could. So hold on. Let me read you this list from FanDuel real quick, just very quickly. You've got number one at Jonathan Taylor, number two, Derrick Henry, number three, Nick Chubb, number four, Austin Eckler, number five, Najee Harris. We talked about those guys. Number six, Joe Mixon. I think you can make that argument over Damian Harris. I really like Joe Mixon. Yep, number seven can. is Javante Williams, and that's where I draw the line. Yes. <laughs> number I eight, think Josh, Javante, like, you're telling me that Williams Devin Singletary. has too much potential. You're telling that, me that Devin Singletary, Chase Edmonds, yeah. Clyde Tiller, <laughs> and Travis McKinnon, and Michael Carter are better than Damian. You're not. That's so depressing to hear. Like, oh my god. The yeah. only AFC running back that is apparently worse than Damian Harris is Rex Burkhead. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Here's something crazy too. Uh, uh, Singletary isn't even the best rusher on his team. You know who's the best rusher on the team? Their quarterback. You put Josh Allen there instead of Singletary, then I'm like, you know, I get it because he's a better rusher. But I don't know. Didn't they sign I mean, somebody though this year? I just looked this up. Yeah, there is only seven play. running backs with over 100 carries last year that had a higher uh, yards per attempt than Damien Harris and Ramondre Stevenson. Seven. With that's over, it. and that's two of them with the same amount of rushes per attempt. There is only seven, and four of those what are the 4.7 seven? instead of 4.6. With over 100 attempts, that's important to know. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook, Elijah Mitchell, yeah. and it's Damian Harris. Wild. Devin Singletary had the same. I'm not going to count him. I'm only calling over, but he had the same, in all fairness. Aaron Jones, James Robinson, and Rashad Penny. And that's it. That's your list. But, like, how do you rank 14 running backs above Damian Harris? Like, then you have the gall to tweet out, like, a week later whether Josh Allen or Tom Brady is better. 
Come on. Okay, All right, we should talk about that. On that discussion, uh, Josh Allen is better in today's NFL than no, uh, Tom Brady. Yes, he is. No, he's he's more athletic, no. and that really is what it is. Tom Brady was the best quarterback in the league last year. Yes. It wasn't close. Aaron Rodgers' MVP is a fraud. If you give Josh Allen, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Rob Gronkowski, he's probably throwing 5,000 yards. I mean, let's be honest. No. He's not like scrubs. He doesn't. Okay. Who does he have other than Stephon Diggs last year? Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox. Cole Beasley is a great slot. Cole yes. Beasley is a budget Julian Edelman. Keep going. Mm. You, You're man, telling me no Cole Beasley is this. as good as Chris Godwin. If Mike Evans is is the Chris best God, receiver. They didn't say that. No, no, no. They, no, did no. Not say, they did not say that Cole Beasley was as good as Chris Godwin. That's not what no. they're saying. They're saying he's at least a decent I am one of the biggest Tom Brady fans, Come but on. his no. – no, no, Josh Allen is last, better. Josh Allen. The last five games of the year, Tom mm-hmm. Brady played with Mike Evans, Rob Gronkowski – and a bunch of scrubs. Yep. Leonard Fournette is not included. I'm talking That's about the That's essentially board. what Josh Allen played this all year. No. Dude, Nick, Cole what Beasley, are you McKenzie, and Gabe yeah. Davis are all good receivers. Okay. I would take any of them on the team. On, on the pass right now. I would take any of those guys. <laughs> the only – so really with Josh Allen, which I like, is Brady did have – Brady did have a better situation. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, when all those receivers are healthy, he had more weapons to throw to. But you also have a smarter quarterback in Tom Brady. So that's why I'm putting Brady at top. Because he's a smarter quarterback. It's not just like, I mean, skill is a part of it. But also he knows, you know, he knows like, all right, because he he has a say, he had a say in a lot of the offensive planning. So he knows to have security blankets, you know, screens and dump off to that kind of stuff, you know, throw it to the running back. Josh Allen tried to do tried to do so many big time throws, run it all himself. That as amazing as it was, when it comes down to it in a game, that could screw him over big time. Oh, I mean, granted, no, no, no. You know, the- that's not true. He only lost to Kansas City because he didn't have a chance, yeah. and that's the truth. Also, because he was playing against a okay. garbage defense, he was playing against a garbage defense. Good defenses, like. Taking nah, advantage of Josh Allen, so he falls apart. He sucked against the Colts. He did. He just struggled struggling against the Jaguars. So, you know, when you take away, when you when you basically force him to ad lib that kind of stuff without being able to run, there isn't a lot that Josh Allen can do. Now you can do the same to Brady, but I think Brady's football IQ puts him above Josh Allen. Okay. Also, he's um, forty four years old and putting up five five hundred five thousand three hundred yards. Are you kidding me? Yeah, of course he's better because he's forty four and he's doing this shit. That I have been a Josh Allen guy since he came out of uh, Wyoming. When the Bills drafted him, I said the Patriots were in trouble the minute it happened. Everybody thought I was nuts because everybody thought he was the most inaccurate quarterback coming out of Wyoming, which he was. Which he was. But the potential was all there. Just and he got a great coach. Yes. Josh Allen so does excited all for of these, Brian DeBull. Josh Allen does all of these amazing things on the football field. But when it comes down to it, I'm trying to win. This is how I pick quarterbacks. If I'm trying to win one game, I got a Super Bowl on the line, I'm taking Tom Brady. End yep. of story. That's where my team starts. Yep. End of story. Tom Brady's my Well, so you said it before. I'm I so biased, so. 
I don't know if it's a real opinion. No. I would take Tom Brady too, but I'm so biased. Like I would 100% take Tom Brady. That's the thing, people though. People who vote against Brady are doing it because they're. But people don't. Pick, if you are voting against Tom Brady, you're doing it because it's Tom Brady. Like people hate yeah, Tom Brady because of how successful it is, so they're going to vote right. against him because right. of that. Tom Brady's more but accurate. If you want to really think logically, you just have to look at the history. Look how many. Oh, would how you take Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady right now? Would you take Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady right now? Still taking Tom Brady. No, I, Ooh, that's, I no, honestly, I actually. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Tom Brady, because because Patrick Mahomes, when you force him to, when he doesn't have the big throw that he can do, like you look against the Bengals, how much he's either doing really good or against the Bengals in the second ha second half and then overtime. He sucked. Tom Brady is he the does... reason that Pat Mahomes doesn't have three Super Bowls right now. Yeah. Yes. Oh, 100%. Also, also, that's why I'm taking him, Brady. Him and Joe Burrow. Him and Joe Burrow. Like Joe Burrow came in and, you know, took over the have but... You would have four if uh, Joe Burrow wasn't around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But here's the big thing that I have a problem with Patrick Mahomes. He is an all-world athletic ability with that mm -hmm. arm, and he can move around. He's not the fastest guy, but he's a good mobile quarterback. Mm -hmm. And Jake, you can back me up on this probably. But he has the some of the worst footwork for a quarterback. Yes. Oh, absolutely. All arm. And, like, Aaron Rodgers has bad footwork too for a quarterback, but – he gets away with it in a better way than like he's better at that than um, Patrick Mahomes. I still think that Aaron Rodgers has much more pure arm talent oh, than Patrick Mahomes. Gross. Like, it's dirty. No, 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 dude. I, I, no, you know what? Okay, I'm not an Aaron Rodgers fan. I hate Aaron Rodgers. But when I saw him hit, what was it, Mercedes Lewis on the sideline yeah. across his body, that's one of the grossest throws I've ever seen. Yeah. The reason, you know why? Honestly, Patrick Mahomes might have beat Tom Brady in that Super Bowl. And I don't blame the Super Bowl on him at all because he mm -hmm. hit receivers in the face twice in the end yes. zone. And it yep. dropped, it, it never even touched his hand. So that's my issue. I don't, but I would and, still. I, and the drop when he was sideways. The sideways, yeah, it was a drop pass. Right. That's true. Okay, no, I just wanted to finish that point was just that the reason I'm not picking Mahomes or I'm obviously not picking Aaron Rodgers because he's just, just the biggest choker in history, but um, yep. I'm picking Tom Brady because he has shown to be the best when you need him the most. Like, mm -hmm. he's not the best. Like, he's, a, he's an accurate quarterback. He's not like the best accurate quarterback. Yeah. Like, he's in the 60s, but he's really not like. Over a season, he won't be the most accurate quarterback. But when you put him in the playoffs, that man becomes a god that won't miss throws. Like, I mean, it's insane. And his also, footwork, when, he, when the pressure's on him and you get, like, a lot of quarterbacks will get the hot feet and they're trying to figure out what to do with it. Like, Patrick Holmes, we saw in that Super Bowl, when they were bringing the house to him and the line couldn't stop yeah. anything, he, it was dead. He was dead in the water. Tom Brady has had that so many times in the past with the Pat mm -hmm. and has hit guys dead in the hand. Obviously, they didn't drop the ball, but – when he needed to because his footwork is that perfect and he gets the ball that fast. Patrick Holmes can't do that. So wait, Tom, I'm taking wait, Tom, him. The way Tom Brady manipulates a pocket, man. It's also, beautiful. Also, the only game I really even have to point to is this this year against the Rams. Even though they lost the game, Tom Brady brought him back in the second half after they're down by 21. Like, uh, what, lost in that game was, what lost in that game was a blown coverage on Cooper Cup. Where you should have doubled him, even if I don't want to get into that. That's another issue. Yeah, yeah. I don't, all right. Yeah. I don't blame really Todd, quick. I don't blame Todd Bowles for that call. You know, Todd Bowles is aggressive. He does it all game. It had been working all 
all half. I don't necessarily put that on the play call. I don't know. If it, I don't think it was the play call. But he, uh, the blown coverage is terrible. Which quarterback does better without their star receiver this year, Mahomes or Rodgers? Mahomes. Mahomes. Because he still has a great tight end. Yeah, he's still got yeah. him. And yeah, he does. But I don't think. I don't think. I don't think Rogers. Hey, hey, Keenan Allen could go to uh, Green Bay. That's technically a possibility, and in that case, that would I be might disgusting. Aaron Rodgers. That'd be disgusting. Yeah. So, so the with the Chargers recently signing Mike Williams. Uh, in order to free up some cap space, there's supposedly a possibility of them trading Keen Allen to Green Bay. So, dude, if that happens, this offseason is just gonna. Keep... Okay, I'm also gonna laugh because they they just signed Mike Williams, and I guarantee if Keen Allen leaves, he becomes a bust again. Yes, I agree. He is. I the no, same they way. They just paid him for nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, like they need to keep Keenan Allen because Mike Williams will give you some pretty big receiving games. Only because Keenan Allen is getting covered. So and receptions a game. Never Every game. I think Keenan Allen becomes yeah. a bust if he's playing with Aaron Rodgers. No, 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 no. Mike Williams. Mike Williams. Is a bust. Oh, okay. He's gonna blow I was, gonna I was if Austin actually said that, I would be like, no, <laughs> no. Way I love no, no, that's, that's a Kyle take. That's a Kyle take. <laughs> I love Justin Herbert, but Aaron Rodgers can put a ball better than pretty much anywhere anyone else in the league, yeah. other than maybe Patrick Mahomes. So during the regular I, season, can, like. Yeah, during yeah. the regular season, yeah, exactly. which is all yes. I need him yeah. for. So that's all that matters. I have to consider him over yeah, well, I'm definitely taking Patrick uh, Mahomes or um, Aaron Rodgers over Tom Brady. Oh, 100%. Especially because Aaron Rodgers plays too safe. So, uh, okay, we have thing. two big topics. No, yeah. we have two big topics, Steve, we got to get to. Uh, we're going to quickly go through our NBA brackets because NBA playoffs technically start tonight. Does anyone have any updates on that score? I haven't looked. So. I hope they're, they're winning. winning. I that's all them. I know. They are winning. Uh, they are eight, currently eight, 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 only up eight, eight no, but there's 21 seconds six left. with 45 seconds. Uh, uh, sad day. Okay, well, we're playing the Nets round keep one, boys. Keep it under 113. Also, we didn't bring this up earlier. We're going to keep this quick. Uh, Scheffler, because of his four putt on the final hole, cost people <laughs> millions of dollars. Because instead of putting a instead of shooting a two seventy eight for the or two seventy seven or lower for the weekend, he shot a two seventy eight, uh, and it cost people millions. So fun yeah, fact, I love it. All he had to do was three putt or better on the final hole, and he laughed. So uh, his caddy must have told him. So, uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, so uh, there are like, people that made millions for him going over. Oh, I'm sure, but that's not what people talk about. People talk that's about the so, um, Okay, so NBA brackets. Um, let's go ahead. Uh, let's talk about it real quick. I'm thinking rather than what we did with the NCAA, I can just bring up mine. We can all kind of talk about what we chose for each game, what we think for each game, just to kind of make it a little bit quicker. I can just bring up mine. We can all kind of talk about what we chose for each game, what we think for each game, just to kind of make it a little bit quicker, and then we'll get into yeah. podcast polls. So. Uh, let's get this uh, moving here. Make sure I don't have anything embarrassing up. Oh, it's God, a five-point game with 14 seconds left, just so everybody knows. Uh, yeah, it's – oh, da- uh, no, nah, they're not going to win. Okay, so um, <laughs> let's, let's go through this uh, kind of quickly here. So um, does anyone oppose Phoenix winning in the first round? A- anyone no. oppose? Yeah, they're scrubs. No. no I'm okay. I had to sweep it in the first. I do too. I, I got them in, in five. I think they'll drop one. But... I said five too. Well, that also depends. I think if they play Clippers, they might drop one, but I think that's about it. Yeah, they they just haven't yeah. lost much oh, this I agree year. With that, um, I have. So this is where I know people oh, have different yeah. Let's Go back and start with who wins play uh, playing games. Okay. okay yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. So the fudge. So the seven eight playing game is the Clippers versus Minnesota. I do have Minnesota win. I got yeah, Minnesota. They're going to start yeah. tonight in just a few minutes, so tip off soon. Minnesota. Uh, 
Yeah. I actually, well, did the, are the Clippers without Kawhi still? Yeah, Kawhi's done for the yes. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. what I thought, so. Minnesota's um, gross. Go Minnesota cat. is good. They de- they definitely are good. I still think PG can carry a team at times. So, not that Carl Anthony Towns can't, but this is his first time playing in the playoffs. So, I will take PG over him, so I'll see how it plays out. But I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I got Timberwolves, and then uh, we don't talk about, like, I guess uh, we can. I'm going to have the Pelicans are awful, by the way. They were the lowest team in the West for a while. Uh, I'm going to have the Spurs uh, winning uh, winning the 9-10 game and then the Clippers beating them uh, to be the eighth seed. Experience. I'm going to take Popovich and the Spurs. You feel, okay, yeah, nice. Yeah, no Zion, I'm taking Spurs. And then do you have the Spurs going into uh, then beating the Clippers because that's who they would play? Pretty That's sure what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm taking yeah. the Spurs over the Clips. Like I, th- I think they'll um, beat New Orleans and then take, then beat the Clips. I think I'm How long taking Clippers. Uh, he's out, he's not, yeah, he's not playing. Then I'll take the Spurs. I'm taking the Clippers. I, I, I'm agreeing with Austin. I think the Clippers would win that. I just the Spurs have like nothing, so. They have Popovich, yeah. but I just don't think he's going to be enough this time. On the other side, so we'll do the playing game. game as well. I, we already know what happens. Brooklyn, I think, is pretty much already won. I would have chosen them anyways. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. I'm checking to see if they've already won their 106-111 with nine seconds, so who knows? Yeah, I don't think. I'm going to assume the Nets are going to win. Uh, but I would have chosen Nets anyways. And then I, I'll just go through the whole thing. So I would have chosen Nets to win. Uh, Atlanta beats Charlotte. Atlanta beats Cleveland as the eighth seed again. So that would be my assumption or what i don't I know say. i really like charlotte man i don't know i gotta take actually, ice tray i gotta take ice tray yeah tray was really gross like last year yeah. uh, i think cleveland will secure that eight seed but yeah I, I wouldn't be surprised if cleveland does secure the eight seed over whoever wins the atlanta charlotte game so i'm taking oh, I, i'm saying i'm taking atlanta over charlotte but i'm definitely taking cleveland over Oh, the way, the way they're playing I'm them. taking the surprise pick and saying Charlotte's doing it. Nah, I'm going to be in Charlotte. Charlotte's beating Atlanta, and then Charlotte's going to be uh, Cleveland. Uh, they're down by yeah. six now, so it's pretty much over. So, uh, okay, and then, okay, so yeah, let's go over here. So, uh, like I said, I, we already kind of talked about this. Phoenix will win. We all pretty much agreed on that, no matter who they play. For Utah-Dallas, I do have the Jazz win. I think they have a lot of star power, and depending on when Luka's back and if he's 100%, I mean, they don't have anyone to really carry that team anymore. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Rudy Gobert all day. And Devon, uh, Devon, what? Donovan Mitchell, wow. I'm taking Madison. Jazz and seven. Yeah, I'm taking. I'm taking Jazz. Actually, did Jazz and seven as well. Yeah. Jazz and six. Ooh. Justin, any thoughts? For which area? Because like I just uh, have like four the entire... five on the left side. Four five on the left side. Jazz, uh, Utah versus Dallas. Uh, oh, I just did, never Next mind. One. Skip over me. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> My whole bracket is set up entirely different. That it's hard to keep track. I thought that was like every time I see the UTA, I think of Udapal from Star Wars instead of wherever it is. <laughs> I love it. I That's love good. it. Yes, That's amazing. Justin. That's amazing. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. I'm taking uh, Star Wars all day. I'm taking Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so Golden State versus Denver. I think Steph's going to be back pretty soon. Yeah, uh, they're not yeah. sure. They're not sure. They did have an update. They're not sure. I'm still taking. I'm still taking Clay to carry that team at least to beat Denver. I don't think. I'm taking. Uh, I'm taking. The I'm ta- yeah, I I have Golden State winning, but I had it in five because I thought. And I checked, and with Steph out, I wouldn't be surprised if Denver takes it in a, in a hard. Oh, no, you're right. Now, it's if, if Steph's not going to be there at all, it's seven. But I still think Golden State wins. But I did have five as well. So. Actually, I got go- I got six. Yeah, Golden State's winning that. Yeah, Golden State's winning, but 
Well, Jamal's back, back, right? No. He's not back? No, I think he's up for the year. Okay. I Let me check that I, quickly. I could be wrong. Jordan Poole is lighting it up out there. Is that the Warriors Jordan Poole is something special. Yeah, you got you got a team in in Golden State right now that it's providing a lot more, and they're showing it even without Steph that they can still achieve. Oh, boys. Golden State's trading Clay, by the way. Jordan Poole's taking a spot literally next year. Same page. So, uh, Jordan Poole's gross. I also what? want to mention: isn't it really weird not seeing the Lakers logo in this? By the way, that's, don't even get me started. I think that's LeBron. hilarious. Okay, okay, I find I it hilarious. LeBron, LeBron made a comment about it, saying that none of them were on the floor due to injury. Like all three of them were not on the floor at the same time due to injury. It's it's a weird one. Um, yeah. okay. um, by um, the way, Jamal. Paul tore his ACL last year. I forgot about that. So he's almost at the one year, and they're unclear when and if he'll be able to come back for it. So he could come back for the playoffs, but they're not sure yet, and that was two days ago. So he he probably won't be back in time for the first round. We'll see. Without him, yeah, it's going to be hard for, for Denver to win it with just Jamal. I mean, with I just Joker. Yeah, I mean, they're still a good team, and... I mean, Nikola Jokic, over the last, I heard a dumb stat about how insanely good he is, or how good their team is when he's on the floor, but when he's off the floor, it's insane. Like, it's even, it's more, I wasn't it's a PDR, I forget what it was. Yeah, it, it's yeah, even it's more than when LeBron was like the Cavs. Like, that's how insane it's been for them. So. Yeah, his advanced analytics are crazy. Uh, we'll just do this whole side of the bracket, we'll go to the other. I do have Memphis beating what would be Minnesota in this one. I think it's Jaws' year to finally uh, really start to get a push for this. I mean, you can see I'm going to have him going pretty far. And this but... team is good even without him, so. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. it's Memphis in five. They were, like, they were I think... like, what, 19 and two without him or something crazy? Yeah, something gross. Really like, Jaws not the reason they win, he's the reason they win more. Like, it's one of yeah, those exactly. things. Yeah, exactly. Do have that game going to six. I think. If it's Minnesota, Minnesota can really push it. You got D'Angelo Russell, uh, Carl Anthony Towns. And between those two guys, it's just like, oh, yeah, and Anthony Edwards. We've got it's because of Anthony Edwards, not because of Russell. I mean, I love Russell, but uh, he's well, just. No, like, we've seen him with Brooklyn when they made their little playoff run, how consistent he is. So I'm I guess that's if, fair. If he is that same consistency with the Timberwolves this year going into this game, I think they could extend it to a six game but I think Memphis still takes the win. Yeah. I think part of the reason he did so well in Brooklyn is because it was his team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he, 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 he was the star of his team. And, yeah, and he, he came here and it's just like, no, you're <laughs> – No, it's Cat's team. It's literally <laughs> Cat's team. And now it's uh, Anthony yeah. and Cat's team. It's not even yeah. – like, he's not even second fiddle. It's Anthony and, and – I know. That's the funny part. Okay. Uh, moving back up here, I do have Phoenix beating Utah. I don't think it's close either. I have Five. I just. Yeah, I, had I, five. I had the yeah. Mavs beating Phoenix here. Oh, nah, dude, there's no if way. Luka, I got Phoenix Luka winning is, too. If Luca is playing, I promise you. No, Luca's a year or two out, dude. He needs more. Like he needs more help. Like it's just him. Nah, like, bro. Not a I've chance. seen it. I've seen it happen way too many times. One nah. dude. No, nah, Phoenix is too good to not no. make it to the finals. No, nah. uh, Phoenix is okay. beating that. No. Fine, then. Ju- then just uh, Jake having uh, them go. I mean, the Mavs go. Everyone else pretty set on Phoenix. I'm going it's okay here. to be wrong, Jake. I do. I do <laughs> have I Memphis, wait. who I think have a more complete team beating Golden State, and I do think it's a long series, six or seven. I could very well see it go seven. I, I mean, if have... Steph Curry's healthy, I see them winning. Of 
I see him winning in Game Seven if Curry's healthy. But no matter what, I mean, that's I have a feeling if Golden State wins this game, that's going to be it for them. But if Steph Curry's healthy, Game Seven, just barely, just I so have, barely. With with Curry playing, I have uh, Memphis in six. Really, I'm right there. Yeah, I, I'm right there. I, I think Memphis is too good. I think I think Jaw matches Curry. Like really, like he's very close. Like I'm not saying Jaw's going to put okay. up seventeen did, threes. Did you like, see his stat for how many points he's scoring in the paint this year? It's gross. It's insane. It was sixteen points per game in the paint, which no, not even Russell Westbrook did that. Is is if I saw that stat right, that's how insane it was. Or it might have yeah. just been this year, but like either way, it, it, he was insane. It's not. Yeah, dark, it, that's insane. I I yeah. think uh, for the conference finals, I do think that Phoenix, as long as they have Chris Paul, will pretty much <laughs> run this conference. Yeah, I think he's gonna Chris run away with, with his uh um his hamstring. Both hamstrings are gonna pull in the first minute. And of the first if game. that does happen, <laughs> Memphis with this guarantee, no doubt in my mind, I'm not even gonna question it. But sorry, because I'm sorry, I've got Luca in the Mavs. No, you're going to finals. You're doing me takes right now, Jake. Okay, hold yeah, on. Let's, hold on. let's talk about this for a second. I can I can get behind Jake saying that Luca could go berserk, like we've seen him for a series, and maybe take out Phoenix. Like I could see that he is not doing that two in a row. I'm sorry, he will no. be so strange. Okay. No. Luka Doncic is probably, if not the best player in the NBA right now, at least the best guard Stop. in the NBA. Whoa! Stop! Stop the madness! Oh my Stop. god! Stop. Yeah. Just because not. Kyle talks out of his ass doesn't mean you have to, Jake. It's okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Is, I'm going to defend him a little bit. Luca is one of the best players in the NBA. Oh, he yeah. is not yes. the best what player a... in the NBA. All right. Now I want to hear, hear his take. I want to hear his take. This man is averaging. 28 and a half, nine rebounds, and I need his assist stats. Where is he? It was Jason Tatum. Go ahead. Keep going. He's not averaging. Yeah. No, he's not. He's not averaging that. I love he's Jason pretty close. Tatum, he's not averaging that. He's almost MVP. Luca's not even MVP. Okay, okay, okay. Where is his assist stats? Hold on. I need NBA.com. <laughs> I'm pulling up the stats. Here. Hold on. You can take. Nick's doing it for you right now. Jason no, no, Tatum is averaging 27, 8, and 4. He's averaging 28, 9, and 9. His regular season stats this year, 28.4, 9.1, and 8.7. 28, 9, and 9. Yo, Aiden um, is probably the best guard in the NBA right now. Don't at me. And if he can go, he's going to go berserk. I'm sorry. He's the only okay. player on the team right now that can score the basketball. So just go absolutely insane. Nick. And I've got Luka. Yeah. Nick, pull up. Uh, Giannis' stats right now. I forgot that. He's got sure. 30, basically. He's, what, 29? I, think he, I don't think he hit 30, but... 20, yeah, pretty much, essentially 30. Okay, so he's 29, so 30 points. He's got 11.6 rebounds and 6 assists. So you can't tell me that Doncic is that much better than him because he's doing basically the same thing, uh, if not better. Doncic doesn't have to Here's the thing. issue. Uh, Giannis is a way better defender than Doncic can ever be. Didn't say that wasn't true. Right, so you, I'm you, saying Giannis is number one, and I'll take that over LeBron. Like I love yes, LeBron, and I think you. LeBron's great, but Giannis has now, my for me, this year, taken it because LeBron didn't lead his team like he, I think he could have and could have got him to the playoffs. To I think fair, he should have. Now then, let but, me finish. I said if he's not the best, he's one of the best players. Okay, so, fair. Okay. But you did first start off with uh, yeah. 
he is the best player. You said you thought he was the best player. Uh, so yeah. So if he's oh. not the best. He's one of the best. That is what. Oh I my said. god. So, so wait, wait, what's your top five right now? I just want to hear quickly. Just Jake's top five. In no specific order. Okay. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. No. <laughs> LeBron is up there. I love LeBron. I think he's a great basketball player. Giannis. Luca. Joker. Tatum. Okay. Joel Embiid's got to be in that conversation too. Joel Embiid um, should but... be had a Tatum. No bias opinion. Joel Embiid is better than Tatum. No offense. But... Only, only in the I think Embiid's the right season though. You guys are now. Obi Toppin is the best player in the NBA. Okay. 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 Awful takes. Yo, Steve, get get Kyle a butt plug. Okay. Anyways, moving on. Moving on to to Daniel Jones contract. I have I have Atlanta coming out of the uh, the playing as the eight seed and beating Miami in the first round. I think Miami's no uh, simple as no. that. So no, uh, no. wait 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 wait. Say no. that again. Whoa whoa whoa. Say that again. Okay okay. Ready ready. No. Miami, nice is close really Miami is awful. Jesus. Okay. Oh my god. Thank you. Nick, Nick, Miami. Nick. Ladies and gentlemen at home, Nick, I am Nick, so Nick, sorry. Nick, you have to see Nick's bracket. It Nick, is so far it's been great, but now it's getting terrible. I am so sorry. Okay. You're not gonna be, you think they're gonna beat Toronto? Heck Nick. No. How can you choose the Hawks over the Heat? Oh, give me one good reason Ooh, why man. I think the Heat should win a series this year. Like honestly, give me a reason why you are choosing. Okay, if we're gonna talk about Aaron Rodgers as a regular season quarterback, we gotta talk about Miami as a regular season team. They Miami does well in the playoffs. Oh my God, Nick! What year? Nick! No! Eric Spoelstra is one of the best coaches in the league. Period. He doesn't have Dwayne Wade and LeBron Nick. James. He has two scrubs. He did it the, the years after LeBron left. No, they are going to lose in the first round to no, anyone they, they play. Guaranteed. The only one I say to you is about a Luca take. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry for that, Jake, because he shouldn't be talking. No, Miami <laughs> will not. Will not. You, they will lose in seven. Who are they playing? If you had said, if you had said Brooklyn, I would have defended you. You said mm-hmm. Atlanta. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I literally think that they're gonna make it to the conference finals. That's what you, I mean. You just said. What? You just said one year Stop. for Miami. Stop. Trey has had one year. I can't. He made it to the conference finals. Not last year. He made it to the semifinals last year. No, he made it to the conference finals last year. He made it to the conference finals, lost to Giannis. And the year before that, the Miami Heat made it to the finals. So why are you going to tell me that one year for Miami doesn't mean to talk about two years ago? Lakers won, and they're obviously a garbage team, let's be honest. So, uh, that Lakers team was like garbage. I mean, it's the same team they have now. It's so much better. Not even close. So much different. Their two players are actually, it's fair. Russell wasn't there, and he's the big issue. (laughs) Not Russell. Uh, Russell Here's the thing. Miami got crapped on last year, and they are going to get crapped on this year. It's as simple as that. They're not going to get crapped on. Sure, by Toronto. ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
Hold on. I'm not biased. I think Toronto. Hold on. Hold on. No, 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 no. I'm going right now. Go ahead. I'm still not over the fact that Nick Nick is still choosing the Hawks over the Heat. Yeah. Like how you have Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero. Choke last year, garbage. You have four players there that have been on that team. And if one of them goes out, you still have one of them to pick up the slack. Best player in that series is still Trey Young. Simple as that. And you're taking Ice Trey, who's going to melt in the fuck against the Heat. He didn't melt last year. He did not melt last year. He was gross last year. He's going to this year. He can last year. He made it all the way to the conference finals. That's more impressive what the Heat did last year with all the Dude, Miami's looked awful last like month. That's that's what it comes down to. I'm gonna focus on the 76ers series for a minute. Yeah, wait a minute. You just yeah. said Fred Van Fleet and Pascal Siakam. You're discrediting be... those two players. They're both great. No, no. I'm gonna yeah. compare them to the guys that they have to play on the other side of the ball. Nah, James 76ers Harden, are gonna You're telling me you're gonna take Fred Van Fleet yeah. and Pascal Who's hurt, by the way over Harden and Dan Damn right. Damn right. What I'm actually taking is the no, no, no. I'm taking Luca. And no, yes. And you're doing this. Yes, I am taking one and a half great players that will play for the 76ers because James Harden can't play in the playoffs, and I will take them against the two full great players who are experienced in the playoffs. In Fred VanVleet and Pascal Siakam. But 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 that is irrelevant. They had Kawhi Leonard and freaking Kyle Lowry on that team when they had that playoff run. You cannot take the Raptors this year against the 76ers. I just did. I'll click submit. I'll make it account. I'll, I'll submit it right now. <laughs> Simple uh, this is the one thing I'll say with Nick. The Raptors are going to win games much more seven. experience than the freaking Raptors. Uh, dude, Raptors uh, are beating 76ers and then beating Miami. Here's the thing. I actually did take the Raptors over the 76ers in seven. I think it's going to be I a close it series. Seven. It said the, reason, seven. No, the reason I'm upset at Nick is because he's saying that he's taking Toronto and he's not picking Miami for all the things we just said. That I, I'm like, yeah. I think it's crazy that he's doing that and then mm-hmm. saying that Toronto or that 76ers would be any... Hey, say, I like it and I like Trey. Like, you got to pick Miami no, to eventually yeah. lose to Toronto. But here's, here's the thing. Yeah, I, I, have, I think I have Toronto. Did I have that? What did I have? Yeah, I have. I don't know if you guys watched it, but I watched the Celtics with their – I watched the Celtics with their C-plus team lose to the Heat by three points two weeks ago. It, it really is as simple Didn't as that. that. C-plus team beat the Raptors? Yeah. No, they barely lost to the Raptors. No, yeah, yeah they, they lost to the Raptors. Here. And that's the thing. The Raptors are better than the 76ers. That's what I'm saying. Anyways, we're moving on because we are already getting close to time. Sixers and five. Uh, James James Harden choke. Fine. Do whatever you want. Uh, Milwaukee beats Chicago in four, but Chicago looked awful since they were the best team in the league uh, for a little while. I think about the slack. I have... Yes, in four. They're awful. Lonzo injury. Fuck no. It it did not help. I, I think Chicago... Chicago... Um, okay. Uh, no way. Wait a minute. Hold on. Are you picking? Sh- 
Okay, Andrew's got to stop talking then, because he's now picking them over <laughs> Milwaukee. And he's okay, talking we about all have over like, yes, we all suck. Okay, uh, we got to be clicker about that. Boston yeah, is beating Brooklyn in six. If they go to seven, they lose. I think Kevin Durant clutches up. It really does suck, but I do think that's what happens. Cam drops okay. fifty on his head. Boston in four. <laughs> Next set, I know all of you guys are going to pick the Heat because they're so good, but Atlanta's going to beat uh, Toronto. Uh, and then Boston's going to beat uh, Milwaukee in seven. I do that think I can agree they, with. Can, they can beat Milwaukee in seven. I do think yep. that is going to be hard series. Okay, whatever. So uh, all you guys are wrong. Boston's going to beat Atlanta uh, in uh, five because Atlanta doesn't deserve to be there, but they were just good enough to beat those two teams. What? Um, <laughs> they didn't even deserve to. Now they don't deserve to. the heat. Because it's going to be two flukes again. Two flukes series again. It's going to be great. I'm so excited. No. I thought you said Trey Young. Oh, my goodness. I'm done. I cannot wait for you to be wrong. I'm just going to point out that I got the equivalent of bombarded for the Luka picks. And Nick did the same thing with Trey Young. Just going to put it out there. Who was the number one seed three last year? And they're a better team. I don't want to hear it. They're not a better team this year. Yes, they uh, are. Uh, they beat the number one seed in seven uh, last year. Suck my wiener. Okay, I don't even deserve to be the number one I seed. I'm not wait. surprised that they lost. The number eight seed goes in and beats the number one seed for the Hold second on. year in a row. I Different can't teams. wait. That Philly team had Ben Simmons, and Ben Simmons made them way worse. Yes. Oh, remember when he passed up that open layup in the last game? No. No, Philadelphia last year was the number one seed that would lose to a five seed. Miami, no, Atlanta, are you crazy? Atlanta beat their Atlanta. I don't want to hear it. Champions, I don't want to hear. Anyways, uh, the point is, is that Atlanta's gonna win uh, the playing tournament. So, uh, or the playing, nope. the going, and then then they're gonna beat Miami, of course, in seven. So, so um, if they're okay, go ahead. Never mind. I just the fact that they're a better team this year when they have a such worse record. And they're not. They're what yeah, ten? There's record 11? rules all in the best Eastern Conference that have been existed in the last like ten years. Just around the same thing. I can't it, wait. They should be able to keep up then. To lose against Charlotte. That would be so. <laughs> That'd be so funny. That'd be so funny. That would be really oh, funny. It's gonna make this uh, so much more. Uh, so I'm much root- okay. Kyle, I am now rooting for Go your pick. Charlotte? So hard. Go shirt. Go shirt. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so obviously I'm a little biased here. I do think, however, that Boston does beat uh, Phoenix if they have, yep. even if they have Chris Paul. I do have Boston yeah. beating no. Phoenix. I think what are the big, games you're taking them in? Uh, what am I? Uh, I would say, uh, I actually say seven. I do feel mm-hmm. like Jason Tatum has been super clutch this year. I think it literally comes down to a Jason Tatum three or a Jason Tatum layup two that he's yeah. been doing recently to win the game with like five Cheers. Five. Yeah, I put it as seven as well, only because I have no idea where Robert, if Robert Williams plays and he's himself, I think they take it in six or five. That's that's my Fair. personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Because if they get all the way there and Robert Williams is playing like that, this team will destroy anybody. Yes, if the Celtics win the first round, that's an important note. If the Celtics make it past the first round, they don't lose to KD, they are going to be a significantly better team round two once Robert Williams is back. And that's just a fact. Even if he's not 100% himself, his Mm -hmm. presence and how he's been this year as a technically up there as a defensive player of the year with Marcus Smart. I think he would have won. I think he would have won. 
I still think Marcus Smart's gonna win because he actually like he'll be the first guard to win in a very long time. Like he is gross this year. No, no, uh, I think he, I think Mark Smart's gonna win now. But I think if Robert Williams had stayed healthy and kept going, because at that point when he got hurt, he was above Marcus Smart and most people's like projection yeah. of it, and his stats yeah. were just off the chart. Dude, NBA.com had three Celtics listed in top five DPOI candidates, yeah. including Marcus Smart, Robert Williams, and Jason, and Jason. Tatum. The no. best defensive team in the league this year, and that's not even like By a far. question. Like, statistically close. and when you watch. It's like You watch close. the Celtics, and it's like, holy heck. Like These guys are crazy. So, anyways, oh, God, and that's, so and fun. that's the thing, though. Phoenix is a high-scoring team. But mm-hmm. the Celtics, I'm pretty sure, beat them at least once this year. So they, if, yeah. you could, if you could slow did them they down. Beat them without Chris, uh, not Chris Paul. Did they beat them without go someone now on their team? I, I don't know. I mean, they're starting five. They, so, Suns weren't fully healthy, I'm pretty sure. When I'm going to go look. Game. Not that that matters. I'm just saying. I'm just I can also time. look. Really I mean, quick. it does matter to an extent. But, I mean, I'll, I'll, you guys keep talking. I'm going to see if I can find it. Oh, uh, This is the most recent one. December 31st. Celtics won by 15. Let's I see. see uh, show injuries. I'm looking at bo- well, box score. Box we have Chris Paul, Devin Booker. We do not have DeAndre Ayton is enough. DeAndre Ayton, which is important. Very important. Mm-hmm. And okay, and the big part is they had Mikael Bridges too, who who's never missed a game in his. Okay, did you guys know that he's never missed a game in his NBA career, college career? That's insane. I saw that earlier. I saw that. That's earlier. insane. The thing but, is um, that they still they still beat them by like fifteen. Like they beat them by fifteen, and we had. Do we have all of our starters? I really had eight no players that played, but we and did. No Tatum. And no Tatum. Who's arguably no, well, oh. significantly better than DeAndre? Take this for what you will, but this was somewhat. I mean, this was a few months ago, but that's a and this pretty was big. They were on their tear. Yeah, yeah, this is before the Celtics got good. They were seventeen yeah. nineteen. I just want to say that, like, this is before the tear, which means this is before um, Robert Williams was doing the roaming he is now because. Um, um, Doka. Yeah. That he finally figured out how to like get them to understand what he was looking to do defensively and offensively. And Yo, Robert Williams had a triple-double. Oh, yeah, I remember this game. I remember watching this game. He had a triple-double. He had 10 points, 11 rebounds, and 10 assists. Dude, I remember watching that game, and I was like, that was insane for him. So, uh, anyways, hey. I, this is why I'm taking them. So, I, I agree. If Robert Williams is there, if we can get through the first round, Robert Williams will be there. And for that reason, I think they beat the Bucks because Robert Williams plays super tough on Giannis. Like, super tough. Actually, this is an important one. Um, Celtics uh, versus... I'm, we may have to keep uh, maybe keep moving we need to because I, I need to start packing some stuff soon. Yeah, we're okay, um, an enough. hour and six minutes already. Okay, yeah. sounds good. I'm just, just looking at this quickly. Cool. This was recent. Um, the Celtics play, yeah, or, Celtics played this without a bunch of players and they only lost by six and they had their whole team. So And they had the lead with under a minute to go yes mm-hmm. uh okay so uh moving on the polls honestly i uh, wasn't not a ton to talk about here we'll kind of go through them quickly uh jake you're doing a great job much love much love uh favorite sport that's not including major four sport i did choose lacrosse personally however i watch a ton of secondary sports i guess that aren't the major four so mm-hmm. lacrosse i just biased because you know girlfriend i'll look up for it's three years and stuff so there's yeah. a lot of other sports that could have included in here too, in. though. Like mm-hmm. boxing could have been in there, tennis could have been yeah. in there. There's a lot of things. That yeah. UFC, been all that stuff. UFC. Uh, yeah. The main uh, one I would talk. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no. I was just say the reason golf I think takes it is just because how big it is across the world. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, um, and I will. Soccer? The main one I want to talk about is. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, that was just in quotes MLS. That's why it wouldn't be taken there. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So the the terminology is the major four, and if you include 
the Premier League. It's the major five with uh, soccer in there. So we talk about the major four in America. So when you're talking about the major four, it's America. It's got to be MLS. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Also, the Bruins just lost to the Blues. Love that. So, um, okay. It's all right. We're too, so it's fine. I'm going to kick Kyle from the call. So, uh, anyways, <laughs> um, uh, we'll kind of, the main important one to talk about, I mean, we all wanted Tiger Woods to win. Shane Lowry, I don't even think, made the cut. So we can skip over that. Um, Sheffley won, so good for him. Uh, Payne Manning was the best uh, pick here. No offense, it's not even really. It wasn't close. even close. Not even uh, close. Should be uh, <laughs> best logo, in my opinion. This shouldn't really be close either because these. I mean, the wild's kind of cool. The Red Wings pretty basic. I don't know what the Nordics looks like, but I went with the Red Wings. Mm-hmm. Red Wings is uh, pretty classic. Like it's just classic. I love it. I think I went with the Red Wings it's just too. Like Whalers. It hasn't changed. The Red Wings logo hasn't changed since 1947. It's been around for that. That's like, fair. It's just an iconic logo when you think like, when you think of professional hockey logos. Like I feel like that's one of the ones that just comes to mind. Fair it's, enough. It's like that um, Bruins and Rangers logo, really. And Canadians. Logo. Yes. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about it here. Apparently, everyone thinks Ray Lewis is the best uh, linebacker of common era and that all is time. Wrong. Uh, that's, that's, uh, that's actual factual just because Kyle said it was wrong. Uh, the real answer for all time should be Lawrence Taylor. Uh, Ray yeah, Lewis. Quick snippet. My dad even called me and was like, nah, it's Lawrence Taylor, and I don't care what your poll says. <laughs> I agree. No, it is Lawrence, Lawrence Taylor. Ray Lewis is second, though, and uh, it's because of his impact on the game just as much as. Also, definitely going to say mean, about that best undrafted players poll. Big uh, yeah. Night Train Lane has the best nickname in all of sports. And <laughs> definitely should have been gotten more votes. <laughs> it, I only know thing. him from Adam, so. uh, One thing I'll say with Ray Lewis, why I'm not surprised that he's uh, rated so high or he or he's the popular vote here. I think it's just simply because, I mean, especially if there's some recency bias, you have to remember that Ray Lewis was more than just a very dominant player he was almost like a leader preacher of football like this is the game but he explains it as this beautiful art of just men beating the crap out of each other but he inspired everyone on his team that if you have someone like ray lewis on your defense you can have a subpar defense but he could motivate he could come into a team and motivate your team not just with this play but just as a leader he can motivate your defense to be like top 10 league easily so I'll give it to Ray Lewis because he is such an incredible leader when it comes to football. So I'm not surprised that he kind of won, but yeah, Lawrence Taylor is. If you got someone like Bill Belichick moaning his name all the time, yeah, Lawrence Taylor is the best. Was it Madden I mean, 05 that he did the like really hype up intro for the game where it was just like makes you want to run through a wall yeah. and you put Madden yeah, in? I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was gross. Um, I will say too that one, like Steve said, the reason he biased mostly because most people that probably were voting on this poll were young anyways. Like, they never yeah. got to see Lawrence Taylor play. And two, Ray Lewis, for those people, was, like, a kryptonite to Tom Brady as well. Like, yes. <laughs> he, so, is, he is what I consider a true kryptonite to Tom Brady. I know. That's um, so, uh, talk about the undrafted players. We want to talk about this very quickly. Kurt Warner, a movie came out for it. If you guys haven't seen it, I definitely recommend watching it. American Underdog. Great movie. They did a great job casting for it. Um, Warren Moon, however, is a better undrafted player. I don't, I think if Kurt Warren doesn't have the greatest show on turf, I don't know if he wins the Super Bowl. Nonetheless, as good as he is, but Warren I Moon mean, is one of three of them. I, was I don't say, know. He should have won the one with Arizona. Uh, he, well, I you know, picked Jason Pierce here. I think friend. he's one. I think he's one of the most underrated left tackles of all time. He was so good for like 15 uh, years. He's so also actually, very good. I yeah, also, but no one's so going to pick Jason Peters. Yeah. 
You know, I don't know the quarterback though. Warren Moon, no, one of the grossest towns of all time. Like that dude was literally just gross, pure talent. Uh, just gonna also say, you know, the guy had the nickname Night Train for anybody who hasn't seen <laughs> Dick Wayne highlights. That yeah. man hit people harder than Cam Chancellor. Uh, it, it was good thing. He has so a nasty, gross. nasty part. So, uh, yeah. anyone else have anything else they want to talk about real quick before we wrap this one up? Aaron um, Rodgers is overrated. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I think yeah. we should show love to that amazing professional team that showed us love. Oh, yo. Yeah. Man. Roll Atlanta dream picking uh, number one. It was um, Rondé Howard. Ryan Howard. Ryan Howard. Your name's... Okay, sorry. Ryan Howard last night, number one overall pick in the uh, WNBA draft. Congrats. Threw out a tweet, threw out a tweet and Instagram about it. The Atlanta dream liked it. Couldn't be more happy. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I'm so pumped. I appreciate it more. I love, love that. Uh, we're showing love. They're showing love back. Um, yeah. yeah. Shout out to the WNBA for uh, – throwing us some love this way and uh we'll keep doing it for you we love you guys so yeah we're actually gonna make a purely wnba podcast and it's gonna blow up just like the wnba is so one, of the fastest, <laughs> yeah. one of the fastest growing sports in the world and that is actually mm-hmm. a fact so that's a cool one so um yeah it was a great episode today i want to make sure everyone takes time to hit the like button below commenting. Mm-hmm. i definitely make sure to comment on our instagram and our mm-hmm. twitter uh, we're starting to get a little more active on instagram thank you kyle twitter's always yeah. popping off thank you jake mm-hmm. justin for the awesome video uh well, editing video uh, the clips are known take take a look at our shorts if you don't have time let's thing definitely take a look at some of the shorts we're posting if you want to laugh a little bit with us or about us or everything else in the middle uh and yeah we're just here to have a good time guys thank you for watching uh we will see you next week and have a great night atlanta isn't gonna do anything